Funny thing, I received the 11,472nd email today for someone who is trying to pitch us to come on our show, The Happened to Your Career Podcast. First of all, I'm totally humbled that we get so many people that are you know, interested in coming on this show, but as it turns out, they were wanting to come on and talk about the same dang thing that you find every place on the internet. Things like how to find your passion and things like how to get your dream job on LinkedIn and all of the other things that you've heard over and over and over again. And just honestly, don't work. About four years ago, we decided that we wanted to be able to put together one resource that would help everyone, everyone who reads it, understand how this process of discovering and finding meaningful work and ideal work that fits you actually works in reality, like the real world. So guess what? That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. About four or five years ago, we started talking as a team about how do we create this this resource, a guide, if you will, about how ideal work, work that's much more meaningful, work that really actually fits you, much more fulfilling, actually works. A guide that actually puts together what we know from science and psychology and research that's available, that's out there right now, but isn't really popular. A guide that helps people understand, yeah, huh, what are the steps and stages in the process? And as it turns out, <laughs> we got to the point where we said, as a team, uh, happened to your career, Okay, we've got to create this thing. So this past week, a good portion of our team flew to Moses Lake, Washington, converged on Moses Lake, Washington, if you will, to be able to finalize and create this thing and put it into the world. And guess what? We're going we're gonna to tell you about that and make sure that you've got full access because you've heard it here first. But also, we thought, you know what? We wanted to be able to make a podcast to share what we've learned as it relates to this guide and the thousands of people that we've been able to help over the last eight years make transitions to work that really actually fits what they want out of their life, not the other way around, like trying to fit into what they think is available to them. Those careers that are posted on indeed.com and LinkedIn and nothing wrong with LinkedIn and indeed, but we want you to be able to identify what works for you and go and find it in the real world, not try to fit yourself into something that really just is not going to be amazing. So I have two people with me, two special guests, if you will, return guests, in fact, on the Happen to Your Career podcast. I have with me Joshua Rivers, who has been with us since, oh my goodness, how long has it been, Josh? 2015. 2015. That sounds crazy. It's a little like six years or so. Josh, if you don't know, has been behind the scenes in many different capacities from very near the beginning. And it started out just involved with the podcast. And now, Josh, how, how would you how would you describe what you do these days? I I touch pretty much everything content related. And so it's not just and, and like you said, I would I was just the podcast to begin with, and an even smaller part of that is I was just 
taking care of the audio production after everything was corded and eventually grew to where now I'm involved in all of the podcast stuff. So the planning, the preparing, I, I'm not doing the recording except for today. Like right apparently, <laughs> yeah, Scott let me out of the basement <laughs> to be able to join on this side of the microphone. And so, so it's, it's exciting to be able to do this, but yeah, so I'm involved in all of the process of the podcast and then with emails and the website and, all kinds of different things, touching on some marketing pieces and all that kind of stuff. And I make fun of people too. So there's that. And so if you've seen it come out from us, Josh has probably had his hands in it. And I also have with me, Philip Miyanko. He has been on the podcast before. He's been around for years at this point as mm-hmm. well. Helped us create many of the programs that we have. Uh, he is our director of client and student success but he actually does so much more behind the scenes for for all of our clients, and then for many of the things that come out too. How how, how do you describe what you? No, do yeah, days? that's that's exactly how how I would describe it. And not you know not been here as long as Josh, but enough to know all the different pieces and parts. And most likely, if you or anybody you know is scheduling a call to talk to Happy in Your Career, ninety nine percent you are actually going to be talking to me. So I talk to everybody current past, future. I kind of have my hands in every program, every piece, and really are touching multiple parts of the company and the, and the business itself. So I get to see what makes people successful, what where people you know falter or fall a little bit too. But more so is that I just get the opportunity just to chit chat and get to help everybody who, who comes our way. So in many ways, it's just a great opportunity to not only talk to the people who listen to this podcast, but get the opportunity to have all of us talk to everybody here today. Okay. So fun fact before we get started. So we brought both Philip and Josh up to be able to help get this, get this guide that we've been talking about forever into the real world. But also Josh and his family road tripped it up here. <laughs> Josh, what states did you go through to get here? Okay. So I live in Oklahoma. So that's obviously where we started. We went through the panhandle of Texas, through New Mexico, into Arizona, touched in Utah, Nevada, or Arizona, Nevada, California, Oregon, and then into Washington. So quite a journey. 3,600 miles. Is that what you told me? 3,600 miles in less than five days Okay, uh, so that we did. What I didn't ask you is like, what, how, how did that even happen? Like what possessed you to want to do that in the first place? I know we started talking about that, this, that we were going to schedule this time and get the guide out into the world and everything else. But like, how, how did the road trip come about? Well, first of all, our family, we like to be able to travel and see things when we get the opportunity and we don't always get the opportunity, but my wife had enough vacation and since i'm coming up here anyway so we had the option okay i could just fly up by myself and do the like normal thing that philip does <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what i did normal <laughs> thing. Rent a car or, <laughs> or we can go ahead and make a family trip out of it and and so it's like okay we can just make a family trip out of it and it started just by simply okay we'll just drive up and then we'll drive back and then we start thinking okay well maybe there's some things that we could see along the way and so we just started morphing Turned into, into all of big. these different national parks and everything that we could be able to see along the way and so we've stopped at a lot of fantastic places 
which which actually kind of I did, there's a lot of thoughts that I had mm-hmm. in relation from what I saw physically out there in relation to some of the things that uh, we're doing in the guide as well. Interesting. We're going to get to talk about that here in a minute, as it turns out. So uh, Josh had a bit of fun creating this for you, as it turns out. <laughs> and actually, the entire team had a lot of fun. It's been no small effort, but. What we wanted to do is just let you in on our conversation, our debrief conversation about what we learned in the process of creation for this guide for you. The guide, by the way, it's called How High Performers Discover Their Ideal Career and Find Meaningful, Well-Paid Work Without Starting Over. A career change guide. That's right. So before we dive into our team debrief, there's a huge amount of reasons why we wanted to make this. And Josh, Philip, feel free to jump in here and you know, share some of the ones that you personally were interested in making this thing and getting it out to the world as well. But for me personally, it, part of the reason we started talking about it so many years ago is there's just so much out there on the internet. It irritates me to no end. It actually makes me angry because there's so much misinformation out there about how this stuff works in reality. And it's not something that you learn in school. It's not something that you often are taught. Like parents don't teach you. Like It's just something that is elusive. If you really actually want your work to mean something and also for it to fit the rest of the life that you want to build, like there's not really a good way to do that. So we wanted this to be the entry point for people that want that thing. And consequently, there is literally nothing else like it out there in the world in terms of the research that's put into it, in terms of the stories that are shared, in terms of like literally the screenshots of emails and tools that we've used and with many people along the way as they're going through their own journey. So I wanted to be able to put that out there. But Philip, what, uh, what was your interest in creating this thing? Yeah, you know, it, I, I think you hit the nail on the head where it's something that just doesn't exist out there in the world. There, there are podcasts, there's books, there's websites, but there's just misinformation or it just doesn't get deep enough. It gives you like the tactical kinds of things of, hey, you know, update your resume here or go talk to X, Y, or Z a person, but just go network, right? Just, yeah, just, just go do network, network, go out there and just go talk to people and have informational interviews and have the can I just pick your brain for 20 minute conversation? And I just, uh, every single time I hear any client or anybody who's coming to me on a call, tell me that I go, no, just let's, let's not think of it that way. Networking just comes with so many, so much baggage. So really the biggest thing in this guide is that nothing exists like it because I tell people one of the biggest things that happened in your career. And the, the biggest thing that we do is we get really down to the tactics, get rid of the BS, get rid of all the fluff that is out there and get to the hard pressed issues. Like what is actually going to matter? What's going to get you to the things that you're looking to get to and what's the most direct way that you can get there. And for us and really for this guide, I think for myself, one of the biggest things is that it takes something that for so many people can be very complex or difficult or just dang intimidating and really breaks it down to simplicity. And There's nine stages in here. We show you actual guides. We give you lots of different tools and and worksheets and things like that. But in many cases, it doesn't have to be as complicated as many people think. It's super simple. (laughs) And I think if anything that I get the most angry about, because I do it to myself, and I think somewhat as a team, we've talked about this internally, how we do it, but it can be so much simpler than you think. 
and you don't have to overcomplicate it. So simple, but not necessarily easy. Just yes. quick differentiation. Thank you. There, Thank you. For sure. It, and I, I like what you're saying because I hadn't thought about it like that. That's, that's in effect what we have done uh, is make it, <laughs> make it much more simple. Take an incredibly complex process and pull out the pieces that actually matter and simplify it in one way or another. I like that quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. Josh, yeah. Why, why were, what was your interest in creating this thing? Go ahead and be selfish here for a minute. Other than your road trip, you know, which I got to meet Josh's whole family. And that's the first time I've been able to meet all his kids and his wife and everything like that. So that's been pretty cool. And we've had a lot of fun over the last week with that as well. But aside from, you know, getting to visit the Grand Canyon, (laughs) what else? Yeah, actually, Scott, you and I have been working on the content for a long time as my role has changed and things like that, as I've been really getting involved in what it is that we share with the world and Talking with both both of you, Scott and Philip, you guys talk about all the different calls that you guys are on, and you're always referring people to all of these different pieces of content that we've created over the years. I mean, this is episode 378 of this podcast, but we have like 50 other bonus episodes yeah, and yeah. such that we've done. And also, there's like that many blog posts and pages on our website full of all these different things, but that's just it. They were just all out there mm-hmm. all in various different places kind of and yeah and i don't know how many times it's like like philip or someone would come to me and say hey where can i find this yep and and it's like okay we need to create something that puts all of the steps and all of the pieces that we talk about and try to get it in one place to where it's like okay this is the ultimate resource where it's like let's go here and here's all the steps here's i mean i mean we can't put all of our stuff otherwise everything would be Every little word would be linked if we, if we did everything. Uh, it would just be even longer than, than what it is. But anyway, we, we linked like the, the, the most impactful and the best pieces that, that we have to share on each of these stages to be able to put it together. So now we have this uh, resource that we're probably going to be able to update and, and things like that as we go along. And so it was just exciting for me to be able to take all of these things that we've done over the years and try to bring it together. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was just really exciting for me to be able to do that. Cause, cause I mean, part of my, I don't know if it's my strengths or whatever, my personality, but I like being able to take, take all the different things yep. and, and be able to try to put it, okay, how does it all work together? And so try to be able to do that. And so, um, and so, so it's been really fun for me to be able to see this. Plus also from my perspective, I'm, I'm more on the back end of a lot of the things. And so I'm not involved in the conversations and actually working with clients and, and different things like that. And so, and so like I have like a surface knowledge of all of these things, but as we've been going through this, I've been hearing like a lot more of the stories and examples and, and being able to like really get a better understanding of how it actually works. And so, so it's really, really interesting for me that way you get to put it all into some type of cohesive way that people, other people can experience it, which is pretty cool. So we, a little bit of, you know, quick tidbit of background information. We actually haven't, we've learned a lot of things along the way, but we actually have not had a discussion where it's like, okay, we've been working on this thing for quite a while. And long before we were putting, you know, digital pen to paper or, whatever you'd like to call that, we 
have been building out outlines and what should it be and what's the purpose of it and everything else in between. But along the way, we haven't necessarily said, okay, let's step back for a second. What have we learned by going through this type of a process? So that's exactly the conversation that I wanted to have right now, because I don't know about YouTube, but I, I actually learned a ton. I, I sort of thought what we were going to do maybe naively is we were going to take all these things that we know and that we found and we're going to put them into one guide and it's just going to be a culmination of all that information. And in some ways it is, but also through the process of going through all of the stories of people who have made really very difficult, seemingly impossible career changes, all of the examples where people have used different approaches and different tactics to come out on the other end with the very similar result, which is you know work that fits their ideals uh, and what they want and get to leave a, lead a totally different type of life. Mm-hmm. As we've gone through all of that, then it's... <laughs> I've had quite a few other conclusions that I totally didn't expect. So on that note, I'm curious what each of you have learned too. So Philip, you know, as you think about this process and going through it, what are, what are some of your big takeaways as we've now uncovered much of what we have done and how this stuff works and put it together in a cohesive fashion? I'll tell you what, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned, and I don't know if this how useful this is to our listeners here, but we've got a ton of resources <laughs> and I'm not trying to say that as like, all right. Yeah. We, yeah, we've got a ton of resources over here. Just open the door and you're going to get them. It's more like we've got so much stuff and so much data and so many people that we've helped that as we started like looking at it, you're like, Oh, Oh, that person did this thing. Oh, that person did this. Like one of the people who's helping us on this guide. He's like, everybody's gotten to the stage where they've kind of like hit these roadblocks and as you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, that, that did happen. Oh, yeah, that happened again. That's how this person dealt with it. And it's interesting just to see the amount of resources, the, the research, the things that we have to add to this guide, but just the commonalities that we see over and over and over again. But I, I mean, I think one of the other cool things about this whole process too, and one of the biggest things that, that I learned was was more so that it's not about trying to do everything all at once. You know, part of this guide is helping get to people to know what stage they're at in this whole process and help them move one step forward. And it's not trying to do everything all at once, right? You're not trying to lose weight. You're not trying to to change careers. You're not trying to plan a whole vacation. It's all about what's that one thing you can do right now and then move one step forward. And that's the first thing that you can do. And that's how Everybody that we've helped, and like there are clients in here who I have specifically worked with that did these exact same steps and got to their dream jobs. And it's not impossible. And like Scott men- mentioned too, it's not easy as well, but moving one step forward, continuing to put one foot in front of the other, that progress is important. And kind of the biggest thing learning and taking away from here is that it's, it's just keep moving forward. There's going to be pandemic times. There's going to be other those, those issues, but this work matters and this work is important so much so that we came together. We work from, we work remotely, everybody. We, we barely see each other. This is the first time I have met Josh in person. This thing matters. Literally. Literally the first time I've met him in person, we've been working together for two years and we came together in person because this 
matters. But this matters enough to us that we wanted to share it out. So lots of things that I learned, but it's it's just been it's been the thing that's been coming. So I think that's that's really interesting. That whole idea of taking one foot and putting it from the other, mm-hmm. and that I mean that's something probably everybody has heard of before in some degree, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but they're not sure where to go. Like, what, but, like, what is that? What does that actually mean uh-huh. in reality? Yep. So that's that's been a really fun thing. It's also been really hard too because it's been so different from person to person, uh, client to client, success story to success story, in how that happens you know we had like christy wins is somebody who i i think of with her story and we included it in the guide but christy you know she started out where she had been in pr and communications and and that type of field for quite a period of time and then she had said hey i want to get some clarity on this right Mm -hmm. and she decided that her and her husband were going to they were going to do a road trip well not road trip they're going to europe Uh, but they did that for a period of time and she felt like hey if I take this time and get away and get some space, then clarity will come. And the you know shaking realization for her was that it didn't just come. She actually needed to do something mm-hmm. for that. But then when she started entering, hey, I need to be more intentional about like how I'm going to do this. And we started working with her. Her mantra literally became, I'm just going to do one small thing every day. And then that one small thing every day it turned into a series of actions, which then connected her to some really amazing companies. It allowed her to be do relationships, allowed her to start like writing for this really cool organization that later on she ended up creating her own role, literally creating her own role as a COO for that organization. Uh, and that's, that's part of how it happens, but it's different for every single person. What works for Christy doesn't necessarily work for the next person, but that commonality of, you know, everybody, every single person has to, continue to show up, continue to put one step in front of the other. We actually have other real examples of how people are doing that in the guide too. Philip, you'd mentioned there's nine stages in the guide that every single person goes through. Yeah. Right. And you know what? The other thing too is that something that we're covering in here is what most other places don't cover as well, which gets like to stages eight and nine, where you're really talking about refining your career and wanting to thrive in it and going past that. Most people just stop at, okay, you got job. And then once you got job, we're done. But there's so many more pieces to that and beyond that that are also incredibly important. I know, Josh, did you find the same kind of takeaways or or any other takeaways or things you learned? Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with everything that you, uh, you already talked about. But for me, I, I also like was picturing myself in my journey as well. Yeah. And... And so it was, it, it was, it was just really interesting kind of going through that. It's like, yeah, I remember going through all of that. And, and when we look through the guide um, and, and the way that we work with, with people in general is we start with like all the mindset things. And like, I mean, a lot of people look at that and they're like, oh, that's the boring part because it's like, <laughs> okay, let, let me, let me get in there and let me just get my new job and let me do, let me just get there. How do I get the job already? Like, <laughs> what do I need to put on my resume that's going to get the attention of hiring managers? Yeah, exactly. It's so you want to get there. And I mean, especially when you're in a state where you're like super frustrated, you're burned out, you're tired. Yeah. And so for me, I was there. I was, I was working 40 plus hours at a full time job plus doing a side business. Um, thanks, Scott. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Scott was part of my side business. Um, no, it's not his fault. But but anyway, so I was doing all that. Plus, I have uh, little kids and we were starting to homeschool them and we got involved in some different homeschool activities. So I was going all over the place. I was getting 
totally burned out on time, just physically trying to be able to do everything. And I was trying to build the side business because I'd gone through the process of these first things, but I, I was, I was trying to carve out the time I needed to be able to work the, the, the different pieces to where I can actually get to where I could be able to go. And so, but my time was just so limited. I was able to do just a little bit of time, but it worked. And so I, I stepped through it and stepped through and stepped through it. And, and over a number of years, I mean, we, we've seen people make changes a lot quicker. We weren't in a position to where I could do it as quickly uh, financially and whatnot. And so my wife had gone through um, nursing school at one point and different things like that. And so my pro- progress was a little bit slower, but I finally got to where I was able to make those tractions following these things because because I've been working with yeah. Scott since 2015, but I was in communication with Scott back when he was starting this podcast and and i was following all the way along i was in communication with him and and mark uh his partner at the time and it was and so i was following through going through and i i could have been more diligent to be honest but i was i just had like that mental block of oh that's for whatever somebody else and that that part doesn't apply to me and i i kept making excuses and i didn't actually go through the exercises to actually figure it out. And once I did go through and figure it out, it's like, oh man, I wish I would have done that two years ago. <laughs> that it would have simplified things a lot more and in, in, in just the clarity. But so I don't I don't think that I knew that actually in that particular way. So here's what I hear you saying. I hear you <laughs> saying something that we hear uh, pretty frequently, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that. And uh, you know, like you're saying, hey, you know, all these exercises are there, and you're like, hey, I know, I know that, I know that I'm supposed to do these things. But then, when you started putting in the work to really dive deep and really begin to uncover that in a completely different way, versus just saying, oh yeah, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, but it's like, it's like the person that goes to college and they're going through the class, they're learning all of the things that they're supposed to do. It's like, okay, great, 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 that's good, good. But they're so busy and so focused on what we're going through school mm-hmm. that they don't actually implement what they're learning. Yeah. And so then it's after they graduate, they get their job and they're going through and they never actually implement some of the things that they've learned until finally they do it. Like, Oh, well, yeah, that's what yeah. my professor so, was talking about. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I do the same thing. And so, I mean, I, I mean, I love learning. I love and So I, so I like read books and listen to podcasts yeah. and yep. do all those different things. It's like, yeah, that's great. I'll even jot down notes that I'll lose the notes and go through that whole thing. And then I don't take action. And then I'm like, man, why am I not making progress? I keep going through and doing all these things. And it's like, oh, because I'm not actually acting on it. I, I'm going through the process of learning stuff, but I'm not actually doing what, what I'm learning. And so, and so it, and so there, there was a switch that happened there um, as, as my role increased what happened to your career. And I started getting into it and really started thinking about, okay, what is it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, okay, here's the high level of what he's talking about. Then it's like, okay, wait a minute. Let me actually, I'm hearing all these people. It's like, okay, why are they making changes so much faster than I am? And, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, they're actually doing the work. They're actually putting, taking the time to think through the stuff and, and, actually implement and so and so that was definitely a big thing for me so that's oh go ahead well i was gonna say i think there's something that you mentioned there that i i want to not overlook which is kind of the the thinking the preparation part because i think part of it's the implementation thing but for so many people like yeah yeah, i know i'm gonna do i'm gonna do and i think the other part comes down to is are you setting your environment right and are you prepping the people 
including yourself, you know, for this kind of change. And I, I tell this to people when I jump on calls all the time. I, I truly believe if you are going to do anything great in this world, you do not do it alone. You do it with other people. That means this guide. Anyways, <laughs> um, part of that I feel like is, is that you are, you're really trying to like prep in the way of, Hey, what are you, are you in the right environment? Do you have, is your family prepared for it? Like you mentioned with your family, Josh, and are you really putting yourself into situations or actually, um, physical places where you can meet people or talk to people or be in a different space. that's going to be mm -hmm. more mentally freeing. I think all those things matter in there too. And often that's what people overlook. It's not always about the actions, not always about doing the next stages too, but it's, are you in a, are you physically in a spot that you can be ready for this to do this, to also bring on people who are in your life as well? Yeah. And, and, that's a really good point. And that was one of my big things. Um, I am an introvert and I'm also very introspective. Yeah. And you got so the double intro. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I, and so I went through and so I was learning all this stuff and, and I, I, I didn't share with anybody I didn't share with my wife and I, I would go through. And then I finally got to that point. It was like, Oh, I need to actually start doing the exercises and going through this process. So I started doing it myself, myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring anybody else into it. I didn't have the conversations with my wife or anybody else that would actually make a difference in my immediate life. I would talk to some people online or whatever and communicate and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I had conversations with Scott. Yeah, here, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm thinking. And this is how I'm growing. And this is what I would like to do and different things like that. I didn't have those conversations with my wife. <laughs> Not, and, and so that causes a lot of stress and a lot of things. And so when it's like, okay, I'm ready to go. And my wife's like, wait, Okay, I thought we were back here, yeah. and she she was like, "Okay, why? How do we get to this point?" When and so, and, and so that's one of the things that we bring out in the guide. Actually, early on in the guide yeah. is is assembling your team, and 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 that involves having communications with those that you're closest with. I mean, especially your spouse and loved ones, other people that are like directly affected by what you do, and having conversations with them to help prepare them to bring them along. And I didn't do that. And so I made, I mean, when I, I made a jump from my full-time job into being self-employed and my, my, my wife was not ready for that. <laughs> and so I made the, I made the decision and I came home. I said, yeah, I put my two weeks. And she's like, what? Are you serious? So, I'm like, well, I can go back. What I go talk to them. And it was, it was already too late. And so, and so she's like, well, we'll just deal with it. I can. And so, yeah. and so it, there was a lot of, there was, uh, honestly there was a loss of trust there was a lot of difficult things we had to go through during that and we had to work through it together and and, and because one thing my wife didn't see she's like she didn't see how it was going to work mm -hmm. she never got to see that part and so i was starting to see it working and i could see the potential but she wasn't there yet and so we had to get to where she could see those things and so if i had those conversations much earlier that would have made a big difference she could have been there to support you the whole way so yeah, and i think exactly. that's really interesting philip you mentioned earlier about this idea of making it very simple and simple does not equate to easy by any means let's not confuse those mentioned that earlier yep. however this idea this really simple idea of if you want to make a profound very different change in your life it's going to require a different level, significantly different level of preparation than what you're probably used to. If you want to, if you've never had 
work that really aligns with who you are and what you want and supports your goals and allows you to grow the right way, and you've never done that for any length of time, then how on earth can you expect that it's going to require the same level of preparation as other things that you've done in your life? And the reality is like the answer is you can't, right? It's going to be different. It's going to be greater. It's going to force you to grow. And that's part of the the point that we make at the beginning. Josh, you mentioned this idea of, you know, bringing in a team. And part of, part of that is, uh, uh, what we talk about in stage two, because stage one really is about committing to the process. Nothing happens without making a commitment that you're going to make a change. Nothing, no change happens that way unless it's forced upon you and then it's not gonna be a great change, right? Um, can we say pandemic? But whatever, whatever it is, like you've got to make the commitment. After that point, then stage two is really all about the idea of if you're going to make this change, how are you going to prepare differently than you ever, ever, ever have before? And we insert this idea that, um, Philip, I think you were a part of creating when you came on early on, like we started talking more and more about like, how do we create this? How do we create plan? Like if we know it's going to be hard, how do we create and set up your environment and build plans for inevitable success, inevitable success, because you're it's not going to be easy. It's not going to necessarily take the amount of time that you want to, but you want to put the right things in place. Give a little bit of consideration up front to putting the right things in place so that you can make it across the finish line, whatever that that looks like. So uh, here's here's the question that I would ask both of you. You know, either in your own lives or people that you've interacted with that are clients or other people that have you know emailed us that are podcast listeners or anything like that. Where have you found that you know, we as human beings can essentially prep better? Josh, I know you mentioned one of them earlier, like in terms of like, hey, having hard conversations with the people that actually matter and bringing them up to speed so that they can help instead of you know come into it late. Uh, but what else? Where else can we actually prep better? I'm curious what you think. I've got some ideas. Oh, don't you just turn that back or okay. Let's see. I don't know. You know, that's not true. I do know. I've been thinking about this for a long time, but I was trying to think in relation to what I've learned from the process of making this guide. Well, here's one thing that became obvious as we started at the beginning of this, we started routing through, you know, this big list of people that we have helped. And then, you know, it kind of came down to, Hey, which ones of these do we have permission from them to share their stories? And, you know, which ones do we have permission to be able to share this piece of what they went through? Because we don't have permission from everybody. It's the reality. And some of the, some of the stories that you've heard on the podcast in the past, sometimes we don't release their last name. Other times, you know, people are totally okay with sharing every detail right down to the dollars that they earn. Everybody's got their own, own choices, own decisions. However, you know, as we started going through that, then I realized that one place people really, really get caught up is around this idea of assembling, assembling a team. Mm -hmm. Because when we start to talk about that with people, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'll definitely talk to my, my partner. Um, I'm not sure that they're going to be a lot of help though, necessarily. And 
then that's not what we're talking about. Like that's one piece of it. Like Josh, you mentioned, Hey, if I had the upfront conversation of, Hey, this is something that's really important to me. It's going to be really hard. It's probably going to take the next year as near as I can anticipate, but it's really important. And I think it's going to matter a lot for our family because here's what it's going to lead to. And here's what I believe it's going to get us to, which is a different kind of life. And here's some of the things that we've talked about in the past that we want. And here's how I believe that this is going to help. Like that's a different conversation, bringing them on in early on. But that's not just what we're talking about. That's just one tiny piece of it. Mm-hmm. Instead, that idea of how do you how do you create a plan for inevitable success? How do you bring all the people, the mentors, the coaches, the uh, right types of resources, the right podcasts? Like, thank you for listening to the Happen Your Career podcast, by the way. That's, <laughs> we appreciate you. But seriously, like all the all the right things that are going to propel you through. And one idea in particular that definitely check this out in the guide, it explains it very well and in great detail, but this idea of immersing yourself Mm -hmm. into this change, that's been a commonality in which we've seen from people who move the fastest through these types of changes. They fully immerse their life for a short period of time Usually that's a matter of uh, you know months, sometimes you know three months, sometimes that's like seven months, but fully immerse their their life in a variety of different ways to fit this change into their world, uh, and that's that's a brand new concept for people. What? Okay, so, so I buy I'm, you I'm a little bit of time. <laughs> Philip's nodding vigorously, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> what do you think? What have you seen that is new for people and how to think about? setting themselves up for this type of change. I don't know. I, I get so many people that I talk to and usually the question that I get or how it's phrased is how many hours a week will this work take? Or yeah. will, yeah. Um, or they go, Hey, what's your success rate? Or will this, will this work for me or something like that? And I always counter back or I, you know, I dive a little bit deeper and in, in rethinking it in a certain way of, it's not necessarily how many hours is, is this going to take per week or will this process work or will I be one of those people that I hear on the podcast who they came to the success story? Is it actually possible for me? All those, you know, sometimes they can be important questions that help you get to the next thing or help our listeners get to the next thing, but they're not the most important question. The most important question kind of tied to the idea of full immersion is what will you do? What will you prepare to get towards this goal, to create this career, to ultimately this life that you're looking to get. I think so many people that I talk to, you know, they try to separate career and life, and that's often not the case. They are the they are and they can be often the same the same thing. And it's more about what will you do to make this whole process work. And it's it's. I'm struggling because it, it, I, I it's backwards, to- right? Like it's a backwards approach. It's like the the philosophy of, um, well, kind of like what you said. You used the reference of college earlier, Josh. Yeah. Where you're talking about like I show up and I'm like, okay, this college class, like how how much time is it going to take? Okay, yep. well, do I really want to get the learning that I think I'm going to get, or other things, you know, certification, whatever else that I'm going to get from that? How yep. valuable is that going to be, and everything like that? It's like how much of my time is it going to take? And we're looking at it from that type of mentality instead. We ask people to look at it completely backwards than that. And what that backwards type of approach is, is this really important enough to you to put effort in until it works for you, which is literally the opposite in many ways of, of the other case. So 
if it is important enough to <laughs> essentially go after it until it works, then that's where you're ready. Until then, if it, if it is not, and you answer no to that, then you're probably not ready to make the decision to move to work that's much more meaningful. It's just not. like, And that's really stage one. I mean, we alluded to that earlier, but stage one is about like, are you ready to make the decision for what career change to meaningful work actually looks like? Mm-hmm. And we talked about different type of preparation and different things leading up to it. And that's that's in many ways it. Yeah. And, and, and so much of this too is like, we're not following every single step of this stage too, right? It's, it's more about doing what works. You know, everybody's has, of course, this is what everybody says. We're starting at different points and we're ending at different points, but it's more about what are you going to do to make your situation work? It's, uh, are you, are you do working after work? Are you working before work? Are, are you, what kind of podcast are you listening to? And it's, it's more about that in getting down to the details about what exactly what exactly are you willing to do making sure that you're staying healthy that you're taking care of yourself and also those other ways too by no means am i saying like forget everything only focus on career change what i'm saying more is what are you doing and how are you dedicating every step of your life to moving one step closer to what actually is meaningful and matters to you i tell people it happened in your career, what we do, and you might, be, you might have hear, heard me say this if, if I've talked to you before, is that we help people get very clear on what they want in their lives and in their careers. And that's a huge thing of figuring out what you want and then make the behavior changes for that. I talk to people so many times of what got us here is not going to get us there. And ultimately, this is, we're having, this is a process of learning how you are wanting to act and be different to the person you are looking to become and the life that you're looking to have. And in the guide, you'll see we talk about, it's this process of climbing a mountain. And I don't know, I've climbed, I think I've climbed a mountain before, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> I feel like you should know that. I feel, well, climbed the it mountain. was a really, really big hill. It's a really big hill or is a mountain, either way. But that's not easy. And so you gotta prep your bag, you've gotta like go, like do the whole hike and take one step in front of the other. Then there's a whole point where you're like, oh my gosh, how many more miles do we have to go? And I have to go back? Like I'm not even to the halfway point. And then it just becomes a process of, we're not necessarily going and expecting anything. I think so many people come into here going, hey, I want to, I, I'm going to uh, go through this and then boom, figure out my strengths. Now I know, all right, here's all the things that are, I'm going to be successful in a job or here's a list of titles. It's not about that. It's about this it's about this holistic life. And I use, hate to use the word always holistic, but the easiest way to think about it is there's, there's so many facets to it. But how are we getting to all of these different pieces that's going to create this life, this career that you're looking to get to, to reach that top of that mountain or a really big hill? Interestingly <laughs> enough, so that leads to the big thing that I learned or that I took away from this process. You actually mentioned it earlier. You talked about... Uh, okay. So this is coming full circle right here. So we started working with a a person named Adam and he, in, in his situation, he's making a career change in the process and everything like that. And I won't share all of his details out of you know, consideration to him. He's awesome. Uh, but as he's going through this, we realized that, you know, many of the, many of the writers and content developers that we worked with in the past, 
uh, we're not going to be available for this project. And so we started trying to figure out what we, what were we going to do? And then realized that we'd had all these great conversations with Adam and we're actively helping. So ironically, he got to come on board, help us out with this project as part of his experiment, which now we're getting really meta here because this is a part of the what we discuss in the guide in stage uh, stage four is all about how do you take a little bit of time and effort to experiment and make sure that once you've decided what your ideal career looks like, that you in fact have the correct hypothesis, that you're heading the right direction, that you've got some road signs saying, hey, yeah, like I'm definitely going the right way. You're getting you know some validation there, right? So this has actually been part of Adam's experiment. But Adam was going through and he's looking at all of these story after story after story. And he's like, you know, everybody kind of hits the same point, like this, the same point where they get into the, what we call the execution stage or the, it, you can think about it as like the actual job search phase. So we'll go through, we'll get really clear about what you want. And once you have some measure of clarity of what it is that you want, we validate that you're going in the right direction. And we do that by helping people design small experiments uh, to learn that without a lot of risk. And then from there, it becomes about building the right plan that matches up with your strengths and what, you, what you're trying to get to in the first place. And then after that point, you start really full on in, in the job search phase or the execution phase. And every single person, no joke, every single person we've ever interacted with, whether we're helping them directly or not, that makes it to work that is meaningful for them, that also happens to really pay well and be a good fit for them, they hit this wall at some point along the way. And uh, it this wall is where they've gone you know, 50%, 75% of the way, something like that. And it feels like it's just not going to work. Just totally, they have, you know, almost like a movie moment, mm-hmm. essentially. Not a joke. This is, this is real life, but almost like a movie moment where things are so badly not working in one way or another. That it's like, I don't know if I can keep going. You know, the equivalent of, I don't know, Luke Skywalker or something where he's about ready to give up and Yoda's having to convince him that, hey, you know, like all, that type of thing is happening in one way or another, even if you're not a Star Wars fan. But the that happens with every single person where they reach this point where it's like, I can't do this in one way or another. And we found that there's two things that help. One is well, there's two categories of, of ways that people move through that. One is by upping their skills. Like at that point, like sometimes people hit a, a place where they're like going on interviews and, you know, having all these interactions or coffee meetings or something like that with, with great companies that they actually want to work for. And they've, you know, they've identified what's going to be an amazing fit and they're not getting further than that. And we start digging into it and realize, you know what, the way that you're coming off, the interaction that you're having and how you're communicating is not actually helpful to you. And we have to up their skill there in how they're communicating or, you know, other people in the way that they're reaching out. You know, we had somebody, um, somebody that, you know, Philip was working with that we were chatting about the other day and I won't share all her details, but you know, she, she's done a pretty good job, um, reaching out in some ways in terms of like the amount of reach out, but it could be much, much more effective. And you had to go in and work with her and up her skill level mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And then we've had still other people that need their, that we hit a skill wall essentially is what we, what we call it, where you know, they, 
they've reached the upper level of what they know how to do. And that's a really hard thing when you've done all you know how to do. And it seems like it's not going to work. Like that is a frustrating place to be. And that's part of what causes that wall, that like super into the road type wall moment. So that's something people don't realize. I think that they're going to either need to up their skills or be able to put in some real strategies to keep putting one foot in front of the other, like you were talking about earlier, Philip. So that was, that was my big learning is like, oh my goodness, every single person, every person has gone through and they've either had to go through this development, how they keep putting one foot in front of the other and do things that are intentional or they have to up their skills in a way that they just never imagined was possible or both more, more situations than, than not are actually both happening at the same time. I know. I feel like those are sometimes going to be tests and tests in a way that's like, are, do you really want this? Like you said, you wanted this at the beginning <laughs> and you put all this preparation, but now comes the point where it's like, put up or shut up. Are you really, really wanting the thing that you said you decided here, this is what we're going for. This is what the job looks like. And it's almost that in my mind, that wall is like, it's the barrier between people who kind of just kind of want it and people who really want it. And you mentioned, like you mentioned, it's like, all right, are we putting one step in front of the other or are we up, upskilling ourselves in some, in some sort of way? And it, you know, in, in many of those cases, people will do one or the other, but it's, it's imperative because it's really that, that time and that test of, will you continue forward and really, will you keep going? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing I wanted to say, maybe a slight deviation here, but uh, but but th- th- this whole episode here is like a behind the scenes kind of thing, but but kind of open the door to the to the room behind the room yeah. here as far as what we're doing. So we started creating this weeks ago or whatever when we really started putting it together, and so we already had like some some things assembled and some things put together and yeah. a general direction for what we're doing, and then I go on this trip to come up here. And and so so our our theme, as uh, Philip mentioned uh, and Scott mentioned as well, but uh, that that yeah, climbing a mountain. Yeah, it's very and much so, like climbing a mountain. And so on our trip, as I mentioned, I a mean, big we mountain, went through just not just a hill, just, just a really be, big hill. Yeah, this is the mountain. Just be clear, yeah, not a Philip mountain. Yeah, not a Philip mountain here. <laughs> and so and so, but I mean, I went through like I, I went down in Death Valley down to the lowest point on the Western hemisphere. Oh, yeah. And we've been up mountains. I mean, we were at Grand Canyon, but we went up uh, Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so seeing a wide spectrum of nature and seeing all those different things. And, and, and as, as I'm driving through, it's like, I'm, dr- I'm grasping my hands on the steering wheel because <laughs> there's a ledge right there and it drops 150 feet. And it's like, if I'm not careful, I'm going to fall off. But, but throughout the whole trip, maybe not the entire trip, but for a lot of the trip I had in my mind, the different things that we were illustrating mm. in the guide of all these different things. And, and so I'm, I'm visually picturing all of these different things. And of course, as we're going through, we're taking pictures of all the different things and so we're showing ourselves we're taking all the selfies and all that kind of stuff or we get 
friendly people that are there. They take our, our whole family. So because I mean, we got five in our family, so my arm doesn't. I don't have a selfie stick. So oh, you got to you got to practice that one. That's yeah, totally upskilling. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> upskill selfie. Yeah. And so, but anyway, so we take the pictures and we look at the pictures. And this is a phrase I'm sure everybody has heard: is the picture doesn't do it justice. Mm. And so the scale is nowhere near the same. We're at Mount Rainier and we're looking up in this massive mountain right there. But you look on the picture, it's like, oh, okay, it's pretty, it's nice, but it's not the same. And so it kind of goes to, it kind of reminded me of the designing the career experiments. It's like, you think you know what you want. You think you know what it's about, but until you actually go and test it, you have no idea. idea. And then then that's at the moment. It's like, okay. Is this really the, the direction like, like Philip was mentioning, or do we need to make a pivot? Is there mm-hmm. something else we need? Am I actually ready for this? Is If it's still what I want, am I actually ready for it? Mm-hmm. And on our trip, we weren't ready to actually climb a mountain or, <laughs> or dive into the Grand Canyon or anything like that. We weren't prepared for those type of things. But and so so that's where the analogy kind of goes out the window but but still and so it's just really interesting the things i was able to see in that way and then uh, comparing that to the way the careers the career change process works and it, it's like just amazing how how all those like correlate and is it i mean I, I don't remember i think it was adam that that ended up coming up with the mountain um analogy yeah we were talking about like hey what what analogies are really going to work for the purpose of this so we had like okay flying a plane you got your Mm -hmm. pre-flight checklist we had we're all like oh yeah yeah that sounds great (laughs) and then adam came in and he's like uh yeah no that i I don't think so so we ended up with the mountain and it, it really really actually fits incredibly well it is so many parallels it's not even funny and i think that's a really great place to end this as well and first of all I just want to say thank you to both because like we're coming towards the end of our our work time together here for for this week and it's been a lot of fun to create this thing with you and and unfortunately we only have you know us three here but there's been many other members of the team that have been really highly involved with this in many different ways too our coaches you know, Mo and Jennifer and uh, and we have Trish on board too and we have yeah, all, all of our coaches and also Kathy, who's recently come onto our team, has been a huge help in getting this thing out the door. And then many uh, members of our community too, many people that are in Crew Change Bootcamp, you know, got to first look at this and give feedback. And we just really, really, really appreciate it. So really appreciate you all being here, getting to have this conversation with you in the first place. And I think that all of you listening to this are really going to enjoy this immensely. So here's how you can actually get this thing. We've been talking about it the whole time and, you know, teasing it and everything else. And I think you're going to love it, you know, far beyond just the stories that we've talked about here. So you can actually go over to the happen to your career.com website, just go over there. And then there's a section on top that says career changers. You can go ahead and click right there and then there'll be a section where you can get at the guide and many of the other guides that we've created too. So head on over there, happen to your career.com. Or if you don't want to mess with it here, just do this, pull open your email, just like pause this, pull open your email, email me, Scott at happen to your career.com and just put career changer guide in the subject line. Don't have to put anything else. And then either me or my team will make sure that we'll send you a direct link and get you to the guide. That's how much I want you to have this. I think that you're going to enjoy it immensely. Feel free to share what you think. Uh, and we'd love to hear. Otherwise, 
The actual title is How High Performers Discover Their Ideal Career in Finding Meaningful, Well-Paid Work Without Starting Over, A Career Changer Guide. I think you're going to love it. We'll see you there. Until next time, which by the way, we've got a little little intro to the guide coming up right here on the Happen to Your Career podcast. Next time, we'll give you some other tidbits for specifically what you need for meaningful work and how to <laughs> how to avoid the approaches that are not going to get you up the mountain we talked about earlier. So all that and more next time right here on Happen to Your Career. Until then, I am out. Adios. What about now? Chords all over the place. I'll be the facilitator for this yes here conversation. It started sure in a way Sweden. different spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So these are recording already. This is why it's so much better than first. <laughs>